The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova. Yeah, that was a classic by the man himself, Jape, on Radio Nova. And we're very, very lucky because we have Mr. Richie Egan, aka Jape, on the line right now. How are you doing, Richie? How you doing, Kieran? Thanks a lot for having me along. Congratulations on 250 shows. Thank you very much. Very impressive. Thank you very much. And uh, congratulations on six albums, because next Friday you're releasing your sixth album, Endless Thread. I've had a listen to it, and uh, of what I've heard, I just uh, really, really uh, love. I think such a good balance between being that kind of inventive and experimental stuff and also being melodic and fun, and I think it's a really good blend. How does it feel to finally have it ready to go? Yeah, it was. It felt good. I kind of like. Uh, I wanted to do something that wasn't like happy, joyful, you know. Uh, and it took. It took. It kind of came in two blocks. Really, I had a lot of songs, and then I hit, kind of hit a wall. So I just did a lot of electronic, instrumental stuff to kind of get me out of that block, and then managed to get the rest of them finished. Then and it feels good. But uh, and I've, I've been reworking the tracks for live, and uh, it's been really fun. Yeah, we'll get into that in a second. I mean, one of the things that you know. So I've I played lots of gigs with you. Um, uh, through the years and I know what you, like <laughs> you're a total you, you know you're a tech head as well you know you love nerding out about that stuff but you you manage to keep the human side of it really strong this album feels there's a lot of playfulness and youthfulness but I mean in a sort of a being connected to fun yeah, <laughs> is, is that something you thought about or naturally just come? Um, it's I think it's just something that had to happen you know I like I've been making music a long time and I've definitely gone down a sort of um, depressed route in my life and using music as kind of therapy in a way. And I kind of realized a few years ago that maybe I can I can work on myself without using music solely as a kind of therapy. So then I managed to actually make a bit of progress on that front. So I started to feel a little bit more happy to be alive and happy to be a human. So then that just kind of came true in the tunes, I think. And... Um, I'm kind of really conscious of spreading a little bit of joy with this album and, and playing live, just bringing some kind of happiness to people's lives. You know, that's where I'm at at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so for people who don't know, uh, you're living in Sweden. And one of the things that you do uh, in your spare time uh, is that you write soundtracks and songs for cartoons. And like, I guess that must be the perfect mix of uh, a sort of a commercial mind like you know you have to think about your, it's a product but it's also you got it it's got to feed you it's got to be creative and then how do you find that linking in with the kind of stuff you write for yourself I really it really helps you know because uh, when you're working for other people for their particular vision you basically just take a back seat your ego sort of takes a back seat so they tell you what they want and sometimes they'll tell you that they want stuff that's very much out of your comfort zone and you basically have to do it. So, like, in that sense, I love that. Like, you know, it's almost like playing with another musician, uh, except I'm just playing, like, writing myself. It's like, you've got you've to gotta, you gotta go down a road that maybe you wouldn't have went down before. And, like, I always find that when you play with another musician or do something like that, your own palette gets a bit broader, you know, and you're able to kind of call on that stuff and bring it into your own creative output as well. So it's really, especially when you, I work a lot on my own, so... It's great to, to have any sort of input from other people because I think it's really exciting, you know. And so, I mean, would you, do you find it easy to write to a, a reference or someone giving you kind of direction or do you find it something you have to really work at? 
No, like to be honest, like I love it. Like I, I love to try loads of different things to try and get in the ballpark of what somebody's looking for. And a lot of times, I get kind of somewhat close, and then I can fix, like kind of hone it there. I think it's important, like you said, about being playful. It's important to keep it playful and sort of like keep it joyful and um, not think too much about it. Because when you start thinking about stuff too much, then maybe it sort of like kills it a bit, you know. Yeah, that's kind of cool because there's two gigs coming up, October 20th and October 21st in the Button Factory and in Whelan's. You're also doing a load of in-stores. So what can people expect when they go to those gigs? I've seen some stuff on Instagram and it looks like it's going to be fun. Well, the gigs are going to be really cool because we have a full band, a really amazing band lined up for it. And also uh, I'm going to do, because I did, a, I, like after COVID, I did a little tour and I was kind of like, I wasn't feeling it at all. I was, I was finding it very anxiety-inducing, to be honest with you. So... Mm. To come back out and do gigs again, I wanted to do something that was a little bit more sort of like communal experience. So I came up with this idea initially to do like a PowerPoint presentation between songs. Oh and no. That was like, yeah, that kind of was slightly a little bit weird. But then I, it came along to basically a quiz with the audience. And, and so I did a little bit of it when I did a gig in Emma and it was amazing. Like people just love quizzes um, and it was a great way to get the audience involved. Uh, in the gig uh, and make it a little bit more connected you know I was kind of kind of not into the idea of doing a song people clap and then do the next song and, and that kind of stuff so this quiz thing is, is, is great like so so, what, so can that, what do you like do you ask questions about your stuff or are you asking questions about like general uh, knowledge so here's the way it's going to work right so basically what happens is when you come to the gig you can if you want put your name to be in the quiz right because a lot of people probably don't want to do it, that's fine. But if you do want to do it, you leave your name in. Then we'll do a few songs, and then we're going to call, we're going to do three, three rounds. <laughs> so after three or four songs, we're going to take out three names. Three people will come up who want to be in the quiz. We're going to do questions to them. Then at the end of it, the winner of each of those three rounds will then come along, and they will compete to win very, very special uh, prizes. Uh, our prize. <laughs> uh, so Class. It's going to be cool. The, the challenge is to try and come up with questions that are sort of ungoogleable, playing a few songs at the same time and you have to guess what songs they are. And like lots of different kind of funny, how long can you hold your, you know, hold a note for? That was going to be a funny one as well. You know, like we just go, ah, so you got to do that for as long as possible. Oh, look, that's that. It sounds class. So that's the October twentieth in the Button Factory and October twenty first in Whelan's. And there's also in stores you should check out as well. So M and E are your artwork. They they're people who work with us on our albums and um, they're amazing. So they made and you made, I guess, with them. Looks like a paper mache version of your own head. <laughs> Yeah, no, they, what they did was they scanned my head and then they 3D printed a head, which is the same shape as mine, and then they took all the photographs, high-res photographs of my face and head, and then they printed those photographs out and attached them in pieces to the head. So it looks amazing. I'm actually looking at it right here. It looks crazy. It's like when you walk into a room, you really, it really feel like it's a human head. <laughs> Your own human head, which is definitely not Uncanny Valley stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose but I did read somewhere in an interview that you're you're kind of and this might be a weird question to answer but you, you've talked about maybe disappearing a little bit into the music and not having a public face is that a part of it this? Um, I think well, well you know what I'm, I'm sort of like I'm, I'm more like the persona end of things I'm definitely finished with the persona end of things I want to just like be who I am and like have a laugh with like you know when you're with your mate you know a lot of times like musicians yeah, oh no, I know exactly, yeah. 
then they go on stage and it's kind of this weird kind of persona but I'm kind of like I'm not I can't do that because it just gives me brain farts so basically yeah I just want to just have a laugh with stuff basically in general I mean I'm getting older so it feels like if I'm not going to have a laugh then it's not going to do it totally I started a band with my wife and uh, suddenly you know, know there's no standing up trying to be a rock star because she'll just look at you and go what? yeah what are you playing at, you know? Yeah. And so that's kind of nice as well. It's the most me, you know, the most me sitting at home, you know, drinking tea that it has ever been on stage as well, which, look, I think that's what people want much more, especially like the gigs you're talking about. Like, it's going to be way more interesting than just going to see someone in Whelan's who's like, one, two, three, four, you know, or whatever. Yeah, that's the idea. I think it's going to be an, an, an interesting evening, an interesting way of making um, something that you remember, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, look at uh, the, the the new stuff. Sounds great. The album is Endless Thread by Jape. Yeah, don't forget the tunes. I keep I keep talking about the quiz all the time. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, look, the the, there'll be music as well at the show. I think that's a, that's a guarantee. At this music show, there will be music. And next Friday is the album Endless Thread. I'm going to play something from it now. This is lashing through the minutes. Uh, I love this, and I feel like I know what it's about. But just very briefly, if you could tell us a little bit about the the song lashing through the minutes. Oh, it's just one of those simple tunes that was uh, came really fast, and I would think I was listening to Mark Knopfler at the time. So it's got the dad rock vibe off it. This is going to sound maybe a little cheesy, but appreciating who you are at this moment in time, because oftentimes when you look back on yourself in the future, you go, "Actually, I wasn't that bad," you know. But at the exact moment at that time, you probably thought you were. So it's a little bit like that because time moves fast. The minutes are lashing by, as we all know. Absolutely, Richie. Thanks so much for chatting to us. Thanks, Leon. Best of luck at the shows and the gigs. Let's play it. This is Jape lashing through the minutes from the album Endless Thread. It's Nova. The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.